Hello, everyone, and welcome to Consumer Watchdog's Rage for Justice Report. I'm your host, Carmen Balber, Executive Director of Consumer Watchdog, and thanks for taking time out of your day to join us today. Um, today, we want to talk about a really urgent um, and timely issue uh, with a guest that uh, I've known for a very long time but have not had the pleasure of talking with for many years. Um, we have with us today Pat McGinnis who is the executive director of California Advocates for Nursing Home Reform, uh, one of the state's uh, foremost uh, public interest organizations advocating for the right of aging Californians um, at Californians and seniors across the country. So uh, welcome to the Rage for Justice podcast, Pat. Thank you very much, Carmen. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, I, I really appreciate you agree, agreeing to join us because you're working on such a, a crucial issue um, that is closely tied, well, that has really uh, come about because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So maybe we should, maybe I should start with just some, some sobering news that um, was reported for the first time this week, and you may have more information than I do, um, that put hard numbers um, on what I would call a crisis within the pandemic crisis. Um, the state announced that 40% of the deaths in California um, from COVID-19 have occur occurred in nursing homes or other elder care facilities. And that's, that didn't surprise us at all. <clears throat> we told the Department of Public Health, we told the governor, we told everybody in the very beginning that this is exactly what was going to happen, particularly when they sent out directives telling nursing homes that they had to accept COVID-positive uh, people from acute care hospitals. And one administrator who was on a phone call in Los Angeles County said, you send me one COVID-positive 19 person into my nursing home, I'm going to send back 20 to your acute care hospital. And basically, that's uh, what's been going on. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I remember it was a few weeks ago that the um, uh, head of the L.A. County Department of Public Health uh, began recommending uh, that city residents or county residents uh, withdraw their family members from nursing homes uh, because the health crisis within them was so uh, was so rampant. And so um, these are just the very first numbers the state started reporting officially this week. We know they're incomplete um, and will certainly grow. So we have a, a, a health crisis in the very facilities where some of our, our most vulnerable residents are living. Um, and in the middle of this crisis, uh, we received news a few weeks ago now that the medical industry, um, including uh, the nursing home lobbies, uh, the doctor lobby, the hospital lobby, are asking Governor Newsom for a get-out-of-jail-free card so they can't be held responsible for any harm they do uh, to their patients or their employees during this crisis. So, um, Pat, you've been working extensively on this. Uh, tell us a little bit about what the industry is looking for and why it's such a bad idea. Well, they wanted a broad immunity. They wanted the governor. <clears throat> it has not been issued yet, and we've been on the phone with, with some of the administration officials to try to um, minimize it, but what they want is broad immunity. Any um, any accountability for negligence, recklessness, abusive conduct toward uh, residents, all, they want all of that waived. And that would include uh, elder abuse, elder abuse and neglect, which we fought hard for years to try to get into our laws in California, and they just want broad immunity. Now, it's one thing 
to, um, we already have immunity laws in California under our government code. They're saying, well, it's not broad enough. We have to cover everything. And of course, nothing is ever enough for the industry. They've got a lot of power, not just in California, but in the uh, country over the uh, federal uh, legislature too. So it's, it's, um, it's an amazingly bold request. So, and it will harm elders and it will harm people with disabilities and it will harm people in marginalized community. And what we want is we want the governor to not do this. And I think that, um, uh, I think maybe a, a key point here is that um, medical providers and uh, the for-profit corporations who run uh, nursing homes and other elder care facilities, they're not asking uh, to uh, be free of liability um, in some sort of narrow circumstance that relates only to the current crisis. They're not asking, you know, if God forbid, um, something happens when we're doing everything possible to treat a patient um, in this current crisis um, and something goes wrong anyways. Uh, we want consideration that we're in the middle of a pandemic. They're asking for broad immunity for any sort of decision that might happen during this crisis. And so we're talking about um, mistreatment of seniors and other uh, negligence in hospitals uh, that was occurring long before uh, this crisis happened. Well, and this is one of the problems. We've had 50% of the facilities in California didn't follow the laws in the first place. 50% of facilities had infection control and prevention deficiencies before this happened. 50% of them were understaffed, maybe more. Not only were they understaffed, but they also requested and received waivers of staffing requirements from the Department of Public Health. So we had facilities that were vastly substandard in the first place, very facilities that are also having high rates of COVID. They're, they don't pay the uh, uh, nurses' aides enough. They don't pay their staff. They don't, they don't abide by the laws as they are in California or under the uh, Medicare rules. So we're at, and now they're asking for complete immunity from any and all abuse and neglect as well. Uh, it's not just about things that might happen from the COVID-19. They're asking for um, immunity from negligent, reckless, and abusive conduct towards patients. And that is, that is disgusting, to pay, be honest with you. That's completely unacceptable. And, and I, you know, you mentioned this, but it really drives home the point that um, California already has existing liability protections. Um, we have good Samaritan laws that say, you know, if you're volunteering in a crisis or you find someone in medical crisis on the street and you try to help them, you can't be held responsible for um, doing that good deed. And emergency preparedness laws that say in a state of emergency, medical care provided um, during that state of emergency is protected uh, from liability. So the mere fact that the medical industry is pushing for some sort of executive order from the governor makes very clear that they're looking for uh, protection that is above and beyond anything that could be possibly considered reasonable uh, during this crisis. Absolutely. And the other issue is that many of the rights of residents have already been waived. Many of right. the... Um, 
many of the uh, regulations have been waived. The staffing requirements have been waived. The licensing requirements have been waived. Residents can't even have visitors. The long-term care ombudsman can't come in. You're not allowed to see your mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters in these facilities. We have complete uh, bans on, on visitors to all of these, not just uh, nursing homes, but residential care assisted living, any congregate living facilities at all. And so people are totally isolated and at the mercy of these facilities. The only people who can go in and out are the healthcare providers, 70% of whom in these facilities are nurses' aides, many of whom had very, very little training, uh, certainly no training on infection control. We have uh, healthcare workers going into these facilities with no PPE, no protective equipment, no masks, no gloves. And these are the same kinds of uh, issues that came up well before this crisis ever hit. Uh, even the CMS did a survey after, in the middle of March, while the COVID crisis was going on, and found that 36% of facilities in the country had infection control and prevention deficiencies. So I mean, they just weren't prepared. And then we're telling uh, the counties are telling the nursing homes, you've got to take these people, you can't say no. Uh, instead of requiring nursing homes in the first place to abide by the law, instead of enforcing the regulations, uh, instead now we want to, what, give them immunity from any and all reckless behavior, negligent behavior, abusive behavior? Well, you know, that actually, that reminds me of something that I noticed uh, when I was reading this letter um, from uh, the lobbyists for the nursing homes, for the nursing homes, the hospitals, et cetera. Notably missing uh, were any organizations except for the California Medical Association, which represents doctors, uh, but notably missing were any other organizations that represent the workers at these facilities, um, such as the California Nurses Association uh, mm -hmm. that represents uh, registered nurses. Now, I haven't spoken to them about this, but I would bet they're concerned uh, that these facilities are seeking immunity that would be so broad that the workers at a nursing home or a hospital couldn't hold the companies responsible for refusing and failing to provide the PPE that would keep their workers safe. And they won't even provide testing in one facility. They refuse to test the workers when they ask for it. So, no, you're not going to find anybody like that on a letter requesting total immunity, broad immunity like this. You're not going to. We have a, a government code that offers immunity during a, a state of crisis and emergency. We also have federal laws that provide limited immunity under certain states of emergency. Uh, there's no need for this in the first place. Absolutely no need whatsoever. And what they don't, they don't want just immunity from civil lawsuits. They're asking for a broad administrative immunity, civil immunity, and criminal liability. And, you know, the Alameda County District Attorneys Association is already investigating one facility in over in Hayward in Alameda County that has had a history of horrible violations. And now half the people have been infected, a number of people have died. Uh, so, it's it's this is it's untenable, and I, I would hope that the governor would pay attention and not even pay attention, just not even consider doing a broad immunity. Well, I think that's a perfect note to end on. That uh, if we want care in these facilities to get better, the last thing we want to do is give companies immunity uh, from responsibility for not making sure that happens. So. Um, uh, we uh, at Consumer Watchdog join you in urging the governor to reject this 
uh, huge overreach uh, by the medical industry and refused to extend uh, unnecessary liability protections um, when the state already provides them. Want to thank everyone uh, for listening to the Rage for Justice report. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss us every week. Um, and to learn more about it, this issue, uh, you can check out Pat's website at canher.org. That's C-A-N-H-R.org. And of course, always uh, at consumerwatchdog.org for more information about this week's topic and other important issues affecting consumers in California and across the nation. Thanks for joining us.